0: Hello and welcome to Is This Good, the show where we boldly, conclusively, and scientifically decide what things in this big, wide world are good. I'm Matt Austin, and with me, as always, is production powerhouse Jason Doyle. Hello. Thanks for coming, JD. And today's guest is in peak summer mode, standing over a barbecue shirtless, brats on the grill, Grateful Dead on the Bluetooth speaker, worn and burks on his feet, toenails painted purple, a family <laughs> of birds nesting above the patio light, tomato garden in full bloom, the sweet smell of incense wafting through the air. But this idyllic scene will soon be torn asunder by the dastardly Adam Silver in the NBA season, where he'll be podcasting every day under the banner of No Dunks, the oldest and best basketball podcast on the planet. It's Trey Kirby. Trey, welcome back to Is This
1: Good?
2: (laughs) Hey-oh, great to be back. Uh, Got a couple of things right, got a couple of things wrong, Matt. Number one, we just added a new hummingbird feeder in the backyard. (laughs) Pretty exciting. Uh, Saw one stop by today, take a look. Didn't take a sip, but hopefully they'll uh, drink soon. On the flip side, though, I tried buying incense once and brought it home, and Laura was like... What are you doing? You know I handle the smells around here. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't like the scent of pinons. Um,
0: Quick question. What is with this trend? Or maybe this is not a trend. But on social media, I'm seeing hummingbird people. People are the hummingbird feeders. Do you know what I'm talking about? They dress up as like flowers <laughs> and they put um, like goggles on their on their eyes and then they set up like a straw that's coming out of their
1: mouth so the hummingbird will land in front of them am I <laughs> what? Has, am I the only I, one that's seen this I have definitely seen this not the hummingbird version but I've seen bird versions where people are yeah in camouflage basically and uh, and just like goggles and they they let the the bird land on their, basically on their nose, and they can watch close up, like, close. <laughs> it's too close. It's way, it's way too close. Yeah, I think.
0: But. Hey, Cardinal. Hey, Brian Cardinal. Move back a few steps, okay? Like, we can't, can't see you. You're out of focus. Uh, so that's, that's the new trends in bird watching, which is what you come here for. Yeah. What's your favorite uh, incense scent? tray is it pignon i i enjoy pignon
2: i i do too i think it's good um but i don't know what my favorite scent is because literally i brought in like one set of cones burned a single cone and was ostracized said so you can't have that in wow. here get those scents out of here we're a woodwick family only
0: did you go through an incense phase as a kid? Because I, I did in oh, probably didn't? like the yeah. seventh or eighth grade. Yeah, you realize you were allowed to burn something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it was very exciting. My parents were like, "What the?" F-? Probably literally thought I was on drugs because what other reason is there to be burning sandalwood when you're 13 years old?
2: <laughs> exactly right. Um, but it was cool to like visit a Spencer's Gifts and they just had racks and racks. Of tiny little sticks that you could get and like yeah i don't know maybe you get like a, a cool gargoyle put it in there smoke all coming out of its nose and its mouth smelling sort of good i think that's the problem with incense is it smells sort of good but it still does smell a little like smoke
1: yeah yeah totally. uh, wh- who's in charge of smells at your house jd uh huh, god the dogs mainly <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we, I, we are embarrassingly
0: a, a Glade plug-in family now. Oh uh, wow! Am, honestly, yeah, my parents would be way more disappointed to learn about that <laughs> than about the incense.
1: You brought a we home. never had like plug-in air fresheners, anything like that. We oh. had to rely on
0: cleaning things.
1: Yeah, you <laughs> you need it for those old dogs' ears. The old animals. You got you. You live with a cat box now, Matt. Ooh. This is I know it's, all and new one of the cats for you. pissed on the dog's
0: bed this morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's, been a, it's been an exciting exciting morning here um <laughs> trey i did have i had two questions for you that are things that i i've seen in the wild. the one I actually saw on your twitter account you, you shared a picture of a i guess an an not an ad but like the thumbnail for a workout okay and the workout was 30 minute motley crew yoga <laughs> flow with of course the grace the great dennis morton uh, we're all big oh, dennis fine. morton love that of course when it comes to the yoga space um Did you do the 30-minute Motley Crue yoga flow, or did you just see it and and thought it would be a great share?
2: (laughs) The latter. Uh, I'm not a big Motley Crue guy. I'm not in the crew, but uh, (laughs) I did like some of the people saying that some of the songs that we played would be hits such as Kickstart My Chakra. (laughs) (laughs) but you know peloton does that often they'll do like an entire uh set list i don't think it should be called a set list but that's what i'm calling it an entire set list of whatever uh a band i've definitely done a spice girls one i've definitely done a disney one but motley Crue, yoga feels Mm. like a interesting juxtaposition
1: i feel like dennis could make it work though sure yeah Do you actually know? Dad. i was kind of joking but i guess you're both peloton boys uh, well, I, I am for sure. And Dennis is my guy. Like, I've mentioned him multiple times on Peloton ads we've done. Yeah, he's the uh, best. Sorry for not listening. The sorry for 30 king. seconds skipping. Wow, I can't believe it. I can't believe
0: it. <laughs> I do apologize. I do apologize. <laughs> uh, and then, Trey, my other question is, speaking of trends like uh, bird, bird costuming, mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> have you heard of the snackle box? Oh, <laughs> how have I heard about this? Have you heard this, Jake? Uh, let me guess. A snackle box is a tackle box filled with snacks. Yeah.
0: Oh, you got it, baby. Genius. It's
2: a roving charcuterie
0: board. So if you haven't seen this on social media, imagine a tackle box, which when closed could be mistaken for a lunchbox, I suppose. But the premier feature of the tackle box is when you open it, it creates like two little tiers on each side and you have your, your flies. Uh, what did we talk about last time? Trey? plugs, (laughs) Plugs.
2: pluggers, (laughs) jigs. Yep.
0: Yeah. Um, so instead of just having those in the tiny little squares, uh, you would have like different meats and little baby bells and maybe some, uh, grapes and things like that. It's basically like the delicate sensibility of a Japanese bento box, uh, on, American-made monster
2: energy. (laughs) (laughs) I actually think it's a pretty good idea. For the first... First and foremost, like when we send our kids to school, they're basically taking bento boxes filled with tiny little snacks. So like you're saying, pretty similar. Secondly... I always think it's such a precarious position. Like, if you're going to uh, a friend's house, you want to bring something. So, maybe somebody makes a giant charcuterie board, and then all you're supposed to do is cover it in plastic wrap and throw it in the trunk or the back seat yeah. and hope it doesn't slide around like crazy. If the snackle box takes off, that's relieving a lot of stress from traveling to a party. Totally.
0: But would you allow, say, like, let's say, I don't know, Laura's in charge of the smells. We we know that. Yeah. I don't know if she's in charge of, of snacking or uh, in term, in charge of, like, if you're going to someone's house bringing them a gift or contributing to a dinner, would you let her use your tackle box to create a snackle box?
2: Oh, definitely Oof. not. I don't think anybody would want a used, a used tackle box filled with snacks. Maybe not even a fish.
0: <laughs> but, no, but she would clean it. But I guess what I'm worried about is then... There's residue of uh, like a fine brajol or something. And now, when you're outside in the in the, the deep woods, the flies are attacking you. So, you're, you're more, more
2: worried about the fish and the <laughs> yeah, <but> nature <laughs> reacting to uh, human food than the other way around?
0: Yes, yes. I guess it's a because concern. I, I think you could disinfect it. I, no, there's to, no to make coming it back. Safe no, way. For food. no
1: way. There's no coming back. Psychologically, so you... you couldn't do it.
0: So, are you a two-tackle box family then? One for. <laughs> Fishing and one for
2: snackles. <laughs> <laughs> We've got multiple tackle boxes, but none of yet made the transition. <laughs> do
0: you, well, maybe. Do you think you could decommission one? Like, is there one you don't use a lot?
2: We've got. I've got some options. I mean, they're they're all filled right now with uh, with your various lures. Uh, but I love the idea. I don't know. I think if you went to the right theme party like that would be a huge hit Mm, yeah right you know like we're having an outdoors themed uh dinner party or something like that and somebody shows up with a snackle box full of cold cuts banger (laughs) (laughs) people be going crazy (laughs) (laughs) oh shit the snackle box (laughs) shut the party down
0: (laughs) or it's yeah or it's uh whoa why did trey bring a tackle box to dinner that's so tacky i can't believe it (laughs) then you open it and it's like pulp fiction briefcase you know that light is totally glowing (laughs) uh anyways i think you should try it jd are you willing to eat from trey's snackle box when he brings it to the classic factory uh for your classic
1: company picnic on monday i mean a hundred percent if it's Only been a snackle box, not if it's been a tackle box. So you would ask that first. You would say, has this been used for tackle? I think you
0: could tell probably. You would know. (laughs) You'd know. (laughs) Well, don't they make tackle boxes in your hometown? Wasn't that what your hometown's famous for?
2: Absolutely right. Plano Molding, uh, world's biggest producer of plastic tackle boxes. They did Mm -hmm. diversify at one point, making the caboodle, Mm -hmm. which was just for like beads and you know little strings and stuff like that. It was just a tackle box, oh, but right. they gave it rounded edges, pretty much. Oh, okay. Put a mirror. Okay, in so it. then,
0: so they can easily change the assembly line, like here and there. And now they're they're throwing out snackle boxes, specifically snackle box engineered. Maybe the some of the holes are larger for like a, a full slice of Havarti, and then uh, I'd like some a are- circle so you can throw some crackers in, probably. Oh, so a Ritz, the Ritz compartment. The Ritz compartment, Mm. of
2: course, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) All right, anyways, I think um, I'm sure you you still have connections to your hometown, so maybe you could pitch that to them.
2: All right, next time I'm back, I'm going to stop by the factory. I have a brilliant idea. (laughs) Check out these TikToks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, why do you want us to make human bird feeders? They're like, oh, sorry, sorry. No, scroll (laughs) one to one. It's a different one. It's a a different one. Uh, All right, some quick housekeeping. If you are listening on the No Dunks feed, thank you for checking out the show. Uh, We have our own podcast feed it's called is this good not very surprising we have our own youtube channel called is this good subscribe to that i just want to remind you that when summer ends you will not be able to find this show in the no dunks feed you will have to describe to the subscribe to the is this good feed but do it now because you're missing an extra show every week that show is called the great beyond it's a companion pod to is this good jd and i hop on we talk about you know whatever is going on in our lives like uh why JD's wife is really angry with me. We talked about that. Uh, We talked about the alpha male guide to glassware. That was an important conversation that I think all people need to uh, revisit. Uh, We talked about a group of high schoolers inspired by our show who did a unpopular opinions bracket uh, in the first week of school to get to know each other. And uh, a listener wrote in and (laughs) promised to track down the graffiti man who broke my girlfriend's side view mirror. Um, he says he has a lot of connections in the L.A. graffiti scene, and he's going to analyze the tag that I showed on this show. Of course, you'd only be able to see it if you were watching on YouTube. Is this good? Uh, subscribe. And, uh, yeah, he's going to track him down. So that's it's all very positive what's happening here. Yeah. So subscribe to Is This Good. We have merch, isthisgoodpod.com to get the Is This Good retro logo, tee, or hoodie. And you can, of course, send topics to me at isthisgoodpod at gmail.com. Trey, the premise of the show, it hasn't changed. It's still very simple. I'm going to give you a topic. You tell me if it's good. Here we go. Convertible pants. Are they good? What the hell is a convertible pant? Well, (laughs) Nick from Canada explains in an email. Hey, Matt and JD. I was sitting outside eating lunch today in Toronto, and I saw a guy on a bench zipping on his pants to his shorts. (laughs) I had two thoughts. One, I remember having those as a kid. So sick. And two, maybe a weird choice for an adult. I also thought I must get the opinion of the ITG guys. Do you have these? Would you wear them? Are they good? Cheers. Nick from Canada. So I'm glad... This question came up when you're on the show, Trey, because you are, I mean, a fashion influencer to me. You've been in Gentleman's Quarterly. That's
2: GQ for the uninitiated, okay? Uh, only fa- only the online magazine. edition, Matt. It's never officially been printed, mm. unfortunately. Oh, really? Do you think they'll go back and print it that article from still like
0: these things? Like seven years ago at this yep. point? Uh, all right, so we all know what, what I'm talking about now. So it's a pair of pants. You could zip them off, and they can become shorts. You could throw those bottom half-O pants in your backpack, and when it gets cold, you could zip them back on. Did you ever have these, Trey? Or do you have them now?
2: It's a no to both. I've never had a pair of zip-off convertible pants, and I currently don't have a pair of zip-off convertible pants. When I was in high school, uh, I definitely remember, though, having a few pairs of, like, Probably like a nylon pan. I don't even know what it would have been made of, but it would uh you would be able to roll them up and they would have like little uh the little like little tethers, and then yeah. you could tether it to the side, uh oh, like yeah, a little button yeah. on the side, so maybe you could have shorts or like a below the knee short or even a capri if you were going crazy. So I had those which are kind of similar. Would I wear them today? No. Unless I was doing outdoors stuff, and then I think it would be perfect for like if you're on a camping trip, you probably only need to bring one pair of convertible pants, and then you're good yeah. for any scenario. Otherwise, it's rare for me to be wearing clothes and think, "I wish I was wearing fifty percent <laughs> less of these clothes." Right, or fifty percent well, more, or fifty percent more. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Though, is
0: it fifty percent? That's my gripe with these pants. Oh, boy. <laughs> now, I don't know. Well, JD, have you got a perfect them? split? <laughs> <laughs> because you're, I, I'd like to to compare to you because you're tall. You're about six feet, right? Uh, for me, the if I zipped off the
1: pants, I would be wearing capris right. essentially, right? They're well, not made for short people. Yeah, I guess I never really thought about that. What wouldn't they? Yeah, make why it, would you? Don't the you're, proportions change? But don't they, yeah, don't they make uh, shorts for people your size? They haven't figured it out. They haven't figured that out, really.
0: <laughs> no, I mean they figured out how to wear sh- make shorts. And also, I've been I've been benefiting from the the three to five inch inseam, with which is in fashion right yes, now with shorts. Yes, Though actually, right. I guess it's kind of out of fashion now. Is it? But yeah, we've gone longer. We've gone baggier. Yeah. They go back but and forth. Somehow with the uh, with the zip off pants, they never they never fit right to me. Right.
1: So you have but had you- a pair.
0: Oh yeah, I have had a pair because, like, I, I when you would travel, kind of like you were saying, Trey. Well, you said for camping, but there was this sort of school of thought of traveling that my parents tried to convince me into. They're like, "You're going, you're going away. You know what you need? Two Tilly shirts. That's it. <laughs> you throw them in the sink; they dry in seven seconds. Okay? okay? They got nine pockets each. Okay? You're storing everything in there. Right. <laughs> so it's like, you know, they wanted me to go on vacation and look like. Uh, divorced archaeologists. <laughs> did you, Did they so, get you a Tilly hat to go with the shirts? I never had a Tilly uh, hat, but of course I, I, the story all starts with a Tilly hat and yeah. then the company said, we do the hats so well maybe, maybe we outfit the rest of the body. But the zip-off pants were a part of this because how can you argue with the logic, kind of like what Trey said? It's like, you only need one. Yeah. You want to wear shorts? They're shorts. You want to wear pants? They're pants. Right. But in practice... It looks bad as both. Is my
1: is where I'm going to land on this one. Yeah, I agree with you and I also think that it's a one-way trip for me. Like <laughs> you're wearing the the pant they're wearing them as pants the day or the moment I decide I need them to be shorts. They're shorts forever. Because what do you do with the pant, the pants part? Like, the long part. You, you put, know what I mean? You put them in the pockets. No. They go right in the trash. <laughs> Zipping and then your pant pockets off,
2: <laughs> putting them in your shirt pockets and That's carrying right. around. Yeah. <laughs>
0: hey, what's in your pants pocket? Pants? I mean, it would be better if if
1: it became...
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's that in your pocket? Oh, those are pants. <laughs> those are pants. <laughs> Are those pants in your pocket or just happy to see me? <laughs> no, it's pants, actually. <laughs> I had sweaty knees.
0: Look, you can put pants in your pants pocket, but you can't put shorts in your pants pocket. Because right. if you take off the shorts, then there's no you more pockets. No right? You see? Yeah. You see? Which actually brings up another point, that it's a, a topriorical society. What? Here's what, here's what, I, here's what I'm working on It is as we go. Okay. okay, when it comes to your torso, you could easily regulate temperature, right? Like, let's say you start with a t-shirt, mm-hmm. you get a bit nippy, you could put on uh, even a, a, a looser long sleeve t-shirt, or you could put on a hoodie, or you could put on a zip-up sweater, or a cardigan, or a vest or a hoodie and then a vest over it. Like, you know what I mean? You can keep getting progressively and progressively warmer. Yes. Your legs, very difficult. You know, they're more vulnerable. Like you're wearing (laughs) shorts, you can't add to the shorts to get warmer. Once you're wearing shorts, you have to take off the shorts to get warmer. Right. You see what I'm saying? You're wearing a t-shirt, you add on. You don't need to take off the t-shirt. Shorts.
2: This is this making any sense? We got I mean, a lot of layering options on our upper half. yeah. So yes, people are trying to saying. solve the equation down below. Right. What happens if my legs get hot? Sorry, you gotta just deal with your hot legs or cold legs. That's right.
1: Right, it's a top topriarchal society, right? As I was saying. <laughs> well, to be fair, all your vital organs are in the, the
2: top <laughs> half of you, right? Yes. There's I mean, nothing vital in the important. bottom half of you.
1: Well, there's point. your genitals, I suppose. But not you don't need them hey, to survive. I mean... Also, think about it. Have have you ever had cold genitals? Like I can't think of a single time in my life where I was like, "God damn, my genitals are cold."
2: Well, I, my, my, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, but also, you've had never... blue balls. Yeah, I'm like but I'm, but sad, not I'm not when they cold get cold. It's not from when they get cold. But I was never like, "Oh, my genitals are cold. I need to zip on some pants <laughs> so my shins warm up and heat up everything exactly. else." Exactly, it doesn't exactly make sense. Right, <laughs> exactly right, right, right. is them- right. Once you make the decision, it's like you might have convertible pants, but you really have either a pair of shorts. Or a pair of pants with a seam across it. Because how often are you switching back and yeah, forth? Yeah. Probably rare.
1: It's a break in case of emergency kind yeah. of thing. And it's only <laughs> if you're hot. If you're getting cold, then you gotta just change your pants. Unless the unless somehow it becomes in fashion to have the cuffs remain at your feet. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like leg warmers, sort have of. The... Like, <laughs> yes, like
0: that's the, great. the pants. So you unzip them and you're like, oh, where do I put these? I don't <laughs> need to put them anywhere because
1: the shoe yeah. keeps
0: them in place yeah we need <laughs> taylor
1: swift to like do that once or something and then we're it'll be in for a year at yeah. least
0: right so yeah well trey as someone that's been on the online version of Gentleman's quarterly what do you think
2: of that Do <laughs> you think you could pull that off walking around with pant legs just hanging around my ankles look like you're always in the bathroom without going to the bathroom yeah (laughs) pretty interesting I think it's got a chance
0: well but people have of course been sagging their pants for forever that's never gone away somehow But, but we've never had shorts pulled up to the quote unquote correct height but the bottom of the pants are sagging I think how can this have never been a thing here. I think so, too. All right. Trey, I'd like you to do, if you're ever bored this week, a couple of pieces of content you could do for the old Is This Good Crew. You could make a snackle box. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And you could wear convertible pants with the bottom half of the pants around your ankles. Of My course, g- you said you don't have a pair.
2: No, but you could easily get a tackle box and convertible pants at the same place. <laughs> <laughs> Walmart. Yeah. Dicks. Yeah. Take your choice. REI. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, perfect. Well, seventy-one percent of people say convertible pants are not good. Huh. I'm not even sure they're called convertible pants, to be honest. What else would <laughs> zip-off
2: pants? I guess. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah,
2: convertible pants. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah,
0: the roof is the shin. <laughs>
2: right. Right? The roof is the shin, <laughs> exactly. Exactly right. <laughs> you, thought, you thought. Michael Jordan saying the roof is the ceiling was the craziest uh, comparison to a roof you've ever heard. Not anymore. That's why when I'm when
0: I'm in a uh, you know a car and the top comes down, I'm like, ah, the shin. <laughs> oh
2: the <my> shins out.
0: <laughs> the shin. The shin, The shin. The automotive shins are out. All right. What the hell am I talking about? Christopher C. asks. Singers swapping genders in a cover song. Is this good? So got an email for you here. Hey, Matt and JD. I've seen this a lot on YouTube and at live shows. When some singers are covering a song, typically men, they often switch any lyrics involving gender. So for example, pronouns from go from feminine to masculine. They change words like queen to king, Juliet to Romeo, etc. A more specific example would be Michael Buble singing Santa Buddy, Rather than singing Santa Baby <laughs> This feels like it may be due to Fragile masculinity The singer thinks they will come across as less Manly if they sing the original lyrics <laughs> Trey Trey wants to stop the show right now and hear Michael Bublé's version of Santa, Santa Buddy, Buddy? <laughs> Has anyone so heard? I, have you heard that's this? awesome If we play it will it get Will this get DMCA 100%, 100%. <laughs> oh. Santa
2: Buddy. Okay that okay. makes me think good instantly Because that is very <laughs> okay. funny
0: all right, so uh, where was I? Okay, the singer thinks it will come across as less manly if they sing the original lyrics. You're, not, you're covering Taylor Swift. We're well aware you didn't write this song, and these lyrics are not about you. Just like we're well aware that Michael Buble isn't trying to fuck Santa Claus. Just let loose, have fun, and sing the lyrics of the song you want to sing. But maybe I'm wrong. Can changing lyrics ever be good? Uh, well, Christopher C., you've already convinced Trey in your email. Um, But, Trey, what do you think? Swapping genders in a cover song. Is this good?
2: I guess I never really thought about it, but it does happen. Um, And it happened for me recently. Uh, When we're making pizza at Mm -hmm. home, I like to play Dean Martin. Mm, That's a more a uh, Uh ain't love a kick in the head. And, of course, Mambo Italiano is in the list. Mm -hmm. I didn't know it was a cover. But apparently, it's a Rosemary Clooney cover. Oh, okay. Mm, so in the Dean Martin version, it starts out, a boy went back to Napoli. In the original version, it's a girl went back to Napoli. Oh. And the Rosemary Clooney version is so much better that I've had to replace it on the playlist, but I actually just add it on because I don't have that many pizza songs yet. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I just didn't hadn't thought about it. Um, it seems like probably something that's unnecessary, but that will always happen. So I don't know if that means it's good. Hmm. That will always happen. Well, okay, so here's a
0: a recent example where the singer didn't swap the gender. Uh, Luke Combs did a cover of Tracy Chapman's Fast Car, which is, you know, everywhere on the radio. Well, especially if you listen to country music radio, but huge hit this summer. There's that line in the song where she says, "Uh, now work in the market as a checkout girl. He kept it. He didn't say I work in the market as a checkout man. Well, checkout boy. Uh, He just kept it as checkout girl, which was... Sort of refreshing, right? Keeps the song yeah, I like intact. it, actually. That's how it was written. Yep. Uh, I found some funny examples of this. Okay, so like, for instance, Cheryl Crow does a cover of Sweet Child of Mine, and obviously the song starts, she's got a smile that it seems to me. She starts hers, he's got a smile. To me, completely unnecessary, because, yeah. right? Yeah. It's As a ch- child. A- child of mine. 100%. That could be, you know,
2: <laughs> a daughter. <laughs> you could be talking about
0: your daughter.
1: She could have a daughter.
0: Uh, she does Cher have sons, cover- though.
1: Hold on, she does have okay. sons, so maybe that's personal. why. Oh. Maybe she made it personal. You know the gender of
2: Cheryl Crow's
1: <laughs> spawn. I know everything about Cheryl spawn. Crow. Now, I heard her on a on an <laughs> interview once, and she, I'm pretty sure she was talking about her boys specifically. Okay. So okay, so JD's giving her a pass on that one. I'm giving her a pass. Cher does a cover
0: of "Walking in Memphis," <laughs> and you know at the end when he, when he like the song kind of breaks down and he goes. Muriel plays piano every Friday at the Hollywood. They brought me down to see her, and they asked me if I would
1: do a little now. <laughs> you write that part, yeah?
0: Okay, she changes it to Gabriel plays the piano. Huh? Why? Like, I don't think the the we're supposed to infer that Mark Cone is like into Muriel, who's playing the piano, right? Are we? Maybe. but Bashir's like, well, I want to fuck him. So if it's gay, it can't be Muro. It's I'm got to be Gabriel. Very weird one. Did you know Rod Stewart covered you make me feel like a natural woman and changed it to you make me feel like a natural man? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. Which is just the wrong number <laughs> of syllables. Uh,
2: you think it should have been you make me feel like a natural bro man? <laughs> really sell it
0: you make me feel like a natural dude bro <laughs> and it just it's exactly what you think in the chorus it's just like you make me feel like a natural man, man. <laughs> very, <laughs> very bad
2: that seems like an Austin Powers bit it it, it totally. does so yeah. why
1: why do it that's the question like why do the song at all like that, why it, cover that song at exactly. all that, that's yeah. not Calling out for a
0: cover, especially <laughs> to, to gender. So, but here's some. So, I think people will say, and when I say I think, I'm saying that because I just realized I forgot to put this poll up on Twitter. But I think people would say it's bad to change the gender. I don't know. Yeah. JD, what do you think the people would
1: say? What would the people say? I have no goddamn idea what these people say. But uh, eh, I think they would say it was bad. Yeah, like just yeah, uh, sing it just the way it. it was written. There's no reason. Okay, to. what about? And by the, the way, Michael Bublé uh, saying Santa buddy yeah. instead of Santa baby, it still yeah. sounds like you want to fuck Santa. <laughs> hey, buddy. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's not as if somebody has never said the the phrase, hey, buddy, you want to have sex? You know, it's, that's definitely happened.
0: Well, but as my Christian brethren... Are there any lyrics in Santa Baby that imply like I know it's very it's kinda of cooed sexually like, uh,
1: Santa there's Baby?
0: There's definitely a part like where uh,
2: Um the original's like asking for a diamond ring, you know, as mm-hmm. like a, as an engagement gift sort of deal. So I wonder for if we changed that as them well. Them to
0: get married?
1: <laughs>
2: or for Is she trying her to, to marry Santa or maybe just like um but it, it, it's the con, bow, it's the
1: same yeah. conceit as I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus like Santa's dad like in that scenario right so it's your partner sure right it's the the mom telling the
2: dad that's I so want a diamond true. ring right well also probably true yeah
1: I'm <laughs> I okay, I'm really googling put it together the together like that right now. but you're right
2: <laughs> Santa buddy that's too good
0: I, I almost feels like reading these lyrics like she's yeah like she's um. Being very coquettish mm-hmm. in the way she asks Santa, in that if Santa is attracted to her, he will be more likely to buy her the presents. Right. Is that?
1: I'd, yeah. I would oh, assume. but
0: you're saying the conceit is that she knows that Santa is not real. She knows that Santa is her oh, husband. So there, she, when she's saying Santa baby, I, she's really saying husband baby. Yeah, that's what,
1: that's sort of how what I took away from it. But yeah, you're probably well, Trey, you had you yeah, had a I, did, I did a
2: quick Google here. There are quite a few um, references, like. Uh, For the original, it's think of all the fun I've missed, think of all the fellas that I haven't kissed. Mm -hmm. And Michael Bublé's version, it's think of all the fun I've missed, think of all the hotties that I never kissed. (laughs) (laughs) still still reads
1: to me like he what wants to fuck Santa. <laughs>
2: Think of all the hotties that I never kissed. He also um in his version calls Santa Pally quite a bit. P A L L Y. So now, now I'm on the other side. This is really bad. Yeah, this is ridiculous. It's, it's stupid.
0: <laughs> Santa Chief. It's like if it makes you
2: that uncomfortable,
1: don't cover the song. I mean there's 100 totally, totally. Christmas songs you could cover. But anyway,
0: <laughs> uh, okay, I want to give you the the best counter example to when it's good when you swap the genders. Okay. Three words: Aretha Franklin. Respect. Okay. Okay. Iconic feminist anthem sure. originally written by Otis Redding. Mm-hmm. Now I don't think there's really very many lines that are ju- like. Well, I think he says, "Hey, little girl, you're sweeter than honey. I want to give you all my money." And she says, "Your kiss is sweeter than honey." And guess what? So is my money. So I think right. that's like the one gender line swap but sure. makes so much more sense coming from a woman and I mean she, she added the R-E-S-P-C-T part, right. T-C-B which isn't in the original song but that's not really a gender thing but anyways yeah. when someone says like oh, I don't like it when people swap the genders you say Aretha Franklin respect they shut up immediately okay? <laughs> you're totally. right, you're right about right? that yep. and now can I give you another one that, that great counter example? Please do this one has more, I don't know how many words this is is O in an Irish last name a word? <laughs> Does that yeah. count as a word? Like
2: Riley? O'Reilly? Jesus.
0: Yeah. Is that three words or two words?
2: <laughs> two, I thought. Oh, okay. Oh, so five. Yeah, like one. This name. is one,
0: two, three, four, five, six words. Great. This is Great. Yeah. Glad I went through the exercise. <laughs> Sinead O'Connor. Yes. Yeah, nothing compares, compares to, to you, you. you. Right. Yeah. Written yep. by Prince. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the, he says. When he goes, I went to the doctor. Guess what he told me? Mm-hmm. Boy, you better whatever. And in her, she said, "He said, girl, you better right." Yeah. So she swaps the genders there, and it's like fucking. It's an amazing song. The definitive version, no question. Okay. I'm saying so, it's good. You I'm convinced good.
1: me. You convinced me.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy that 99% <laughs> of people on Twitter said it was not good, but they were wrong. wild
1: stuff. People don't know what they're
0: talking about. It is crazy stuff. Trey, when people need help navigating life's biggest decisions, they seek our wise counsel and we deliver an airtight verdict. It's time to settle this. Reminder that if you need advice or have found yourself in a quandary or a pickle, email us at isthisgoodpodgmail.com. Tell us what's going on. We will help you just like we're about to help this person. I have some late breaking news though. When that sting was playing, I I did look down at my phone. I do apologize, JD. You know, we have a rule, no looking at phones. Yeah. Okay. It is 9.55 now when we're recording this, correct? Correct. I'm just checking for for veracity's sake. I literally got a text at 9.32. I'm going to hold it up so you can see I'm not lying. And it says, I need to do some alterations to my trousers. Do you have time tomorrow? Okay. (laughs) This is a real text I just got. (laughs) Okay. Should I text back? You don't need alterations. Just unzip. (laughs) I
2: got the idea for you. (laughs) Unzip
0: the pants, sir. Anyways, that's quite a little... The universe knows about this show. Synchronicity. And the universe has vaulted it to number one on the iTunes chart. Uh, All right, Trey, here we go. So I did want to say as a tiny bit of a preamble, I don't know if you heard the show that I did. We did with... I believe it was Tass, and we asked him about cookies, which, which would be the worst kind of cookie to bring yep. to someone's house. And I did, unfortunately, take your wife's name in vain. I, I <laughs> said that she's a big fan of Tate's cookies, which I hate, though JD loves them too, so I I, maybe them. I'm alone on this one. But I want to give you the opportunity to come on and talk about cookies because, you know, I spoke <laughs> about your wife and cookies, so here is your chance now to present your side Of a completely unrelated topic, but it still is about cookies. (laughs) Hi, Mattio and JD, fabled heroes of basketball podcast lore. You talked about cookies on your last show and proved you have the expertise to help me settle an argument I had with my girlfriend. She and I were sat in a dessert bar in the UK, deciding what to order when she started laughing at me for thinking that a double chocolate chip cookie means a regular cookie with twice the amount of chocolate chips inside. Something my girlfriend took great pleasure in informing me does not exist. Instead, the double part of chocolate chip cookie implies that the batter with which the regular amount of chocolate chips is mixed into is made with chocolate as well. Honestly, I still don't get it. If a regular batter cookie with chocolate chips is named a chocolate chip cookie, then a double chocolate chip cookie implies that's what mu- that what's multiplied is the chocolate, i.e. the chips inside. I think what she calls a double chocolate chip cookie should be named either a chocolate chocolate chip cookie, a chocolate cookie with chips, or a triple chocolate cookie, if the chocolate batter... If it's chocolate batter with double chips. You didn't need that one, Okay. <laughs> Email her, now you've confused even me. And I've read this email three times because I was confused the first two times. You didn't need to throw that in. All right, back to the email. Anyway, she's starting to make fun of me in group chat, so I throw it to you. Please help me settle who's right. Regards, Elliot, son of Kevin from Oxford, England. So basically what Elliot's saying, even though it's confusing as fucking hell, a, a, a double chocolate chip cookie doesn't mean a regular chocolate chip cookie with twice the amount of chocolate chips it means that the batter the, co- the batter of the cookie itself is chocolate so mm. black and inside it's chocolate chips therefore it's a double the batter is chocolate the chocolate chips are chocolate double he's saying that doesn't make sense to him because it sounds what the double is referring to is the amount of chocolate chips so the batter would just be the regular you know light brown <laughs> beige cover of a chocolate chip cookie and inside it would have twice the amount of chocolate chips So settle this, (laughs) Trey. Is he right? Or or at least is
2: what he's saying, does it make any sense to you? Well, I think Elliot, son of Kevin, is right and he's wrong. The name is weird. Double chocolate chip. How can you know what they're doubling up? But here's why Mm -hmm. he's wrong. There's not a standard amount of chocolate chips you put into a chocolate chip cookie. There's no way to look at one chocolate chip cookie And then look at a second chocolate chip cookie and be like, "Oh, that one has double the chips." Mm. Maybe that's just how you make the recipe. Maybe uh, somebody likes their chocolate chip cookie a little (laughs) bit more doughier. Uh, They want. Hold on a second, Trey.
0: I hate. I don't mean to interrupt you, but if you think, if we all close our eyes and think of like a classic Chips Ahoy cookie, we would know if there was double the amount or way more chocolate. Like you would look and be like,
2: "Wow, there's a lot of chocolate chips in this one," wouldn't you? Maybe. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be looking at chips at whole time. I'd be looking at a Tate's. Yeah, and same. it wouldn't stick out because they're very, very thin. <laughs> if you put no, double the chips, it might not hold together. Um, look, yeah, I guess you could uh, visually assess if there's more or less chips. But I don't know. I thought everybody knew that a double chocolate chip meant it's a dark chocolate cookie mm-hmm. with the, with the chips in there as well. Like you're saying – A chocolate cookie with chips, that sounds like a ridiculous name, not to mention the triple chocolate. Mm -hmm. I would also say perhaps you would use double chocolate chip in the way uh, that Elliot's saying here, if you put like a milk chocolate chip and a dark chocolate chip in it. Or if you put a chip and a chunk, two different styles of chocolate chip. Uh, But just doubling the quantity, I feel like that's just making
1: it good. I agree, but I think I, – I'm I'm with Elliot, son of Kevin on this one because when I hear double chocolate chip, I'm thinking it's going to have double the chocolate chips. Not – and I, am, right. I would be surprised if I got a chocolate chip cookie – a chocolate cookie with chocolate <laughs> chips in it. Like it just would – it just doesn't make sense. Grammatically, it doesn't make sense because in our culture – a chocolate chip cookie is called a chocolate chip cookie because it's a cookie that has chocolate chips in it. So if you say, "How would you like to have a double chocolate chip cookie?" I'm saying, "Hell yeah, double the chocolate chips, I'm in." And then I'm getting a chocolate cookie. I mean, I'm not disappointed, but I'm also like, I was kind of hoping I'd get double the chocolate chips. You know what I'm saying? I think I think I, the suggestion of a saying. chocolate cookie with uh, sorry, a chocolate. Wait a minute. What did he say? Chocolate, chocolate chip cookie. A chocolate, chocolate chip cookie is the way to go. You have to say that. Okay, but no
0: one's writing that on the t- on the board of cookies where they're like, I know, chocolate macadamia, and it's causing confusion. Oatmeal raisin, chocolate, chocolate chip. People just think that there's like
1: a typo. I, I guess. But I, I hear I what Trey is saying as well. Like there is a stand. there is, there is no standard. If I'm at like a if I'm at Moo Milk Bar and I'm like, oh, uh, Danielle <laughs> puts a lot of chocolate chips in this chocolate chip cookie or not. Right. Like, you know, so how would you know if it was double or not? But I also agree with you, Matt. If I'm getting a Tate's or a Chips Ahoy and it's like, god damn, there's a lot of chocolate chips in here. It's like a double chocolate chip cookie. That's the, the, that's what it's going to feel like. I feel like there's going to the, – you need to say that the cho- the cookie itself is chocolate. That's all I'm saying.
0: Yeah, because like for Oreos, yeah, I guess most people think the best
2: part is is the cream, or I don't know, is that is that wrong to say anything? No, I, I think I think you're right. That's where they're experimenting the most. So it's got to be the hero ingredient, right?
0: Yeah. Okay. So, but when they say double stuff, they're obviously they're stuffing the middle, the best part. So when you say double the double chocolate chip, I
2: am kind of thinking, why shouldn't that be just more chocolate chips? Yeah, but if you're at a bakery and they've got a chocolate chip cookie and a double chocolate chip cookie next to each other that would really hurt the sales of the original chocolate chip cookie because who's going to pick it right yeah that's a great point
1: who wants less chips that's uh, no some
0: people some people don't order the chocolate croissant they just order the croissant right well that's going from that's
2: going from zero to none
0: Okay, but what about a chocolate chocolate croissant? <laughs> oh
2: a double chocolate croissant. <laughs> a double chocolate croissant. <laughs> I think they call that a bottle yeah, That's a great
0: it is an interesting point because they don't other desserts don't have this problem, right? Okay. I'm trying to think of,
1: <laughs> let's 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 back it up. A, a double
0: blueberry a double blueberry scone. Mm. Would that be more blueberries inside, or would it be the
1: batter is made from a blueberry? Like a, it sounds to me like there's more blueberries. There's double the amount of blueberries in a double also, blueberry scone. What's a blueberry muffin?
0: Is it a regular white muffin with blueberries in it, or is it, or is it blueberries in the batter and the whole thing is bluish? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because both exist.
2: You're right. This is this goes straight to the top. Let's go straight to the top.
1: But let's let's of back the muffin. let's back up for even further. <laughs> Do we need a double chocolate chip cookie like? It's kind of like a hat on a hat, is it not? Like the chocolate cookie with the chocolate chips.
2: I don't actually ch- like double chocolate Same. Chip cookie. I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, I,
1: I agree. I don't want it
2: either. It's the, But that's why I don't but like- But I do like, like it with the, more chips in it. Double yeah. the chips.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, you mean a double chocolate chip cookie? Yeah, we should just standardize the double chocolate chip as the, the, the cookie. That's right. That's what it is.
0: Okay, well, I think we're we're all weirdly agreeing with Elliot, even though we all know he's wrong. Which is fine.
1: What I'm not saying mean? he's wrong. I'm not saying he's wrong.
0: Oh, you're saying he's, but, but you you also said in, in explaining why you think he's right, you have to acknowledge (laughs) that everyone believes that a double chocolate chip cookie is a chocolate
1: battered cookie with chocolate chips. I mean, again, not me. I'm with Elliot. If I see double chocolate chip cookie, I think that it's double chocolate chips. It's just, that's where my brain goes. Just like a double blueberry or double anything
0: well there's no such thing as double blueberry but in our culture <laughs> we love how dare you suggest that um chocolate on chocolate desserts are prized like death by chocolate yeah. you know what i mean like mm. let's just fit the most amount of chocolate ganache and fudge and uh batter what's the why am i keep saying that ba- in a cake what is the middle part of the cake called
2: Batter, sponge That's, if sponge, you will yeah when it's sponge
0: cooked. okay Yeah, but I don't like that. I want some contrast. Same. I want vanilla with with a flair of
2: chocolate. Yeah, you don't like a heavy chocolate dessert. You would never order a double chocolate chip cookie.
0: Never, never. So, Elliot, I don't know if this has ever happened, but even though all three of us know you're wrong, we are all with you. (laughs) We support you.
1: We he certainly doesn't deserve to be ridiculed on a group chat by his girlfriend. No, 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 That's no, no,
0: sure. no, 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 no. Your girlfriend's got <laughs> to calm down. Also, <laughs> shout out for being in a dessert bar in the UK. Right? Crazy. We don't have, do we have dessert bars here? I I'm, guess, uh. Moo Milk Bar. Yeah, there used to be. Yeah, there used to be. All right. Trey, not everyone is going to agree with everything you say, but when you believe something deeply to your core, you have to stand alone on the edge of popular consensus. It's time for Unpopular Opinions. If you have strongly held beliefs that most people disagree with, email them to me at isthisgoodpod at gmail.com. Today, Trey, though, I have the unpopular opinions. These are my unpopular opinions oh. Oh, okay. that I am presenting to you. The first one. I'm going to start with a, a story. It's 2013. We all moved to Atlanta. In our first season at NBA TV, so now it's 2014, February 2014, it's the All-Star Game. It's okay. in New Orleans. There is a storm coming to Atlanta. They're not sure we're going to be able to get out on the you know, commercial flight that they booked us on, in economy, of course. So they say, <laughs> we have chartered a private jet. You guys will come on this private jet. So we flew on the private jet from Atlanta to New Orleans, which is not a long flight. And it produced what I think is probably the funniest picture of me. JD, if you could please put it up. This is me on a private plane looking fucking miserable. I am sitting on a bench. Uh, there's people on either side of me. Trey, I even wonder if that's you to the left of me.
2: I suppose that could be my leg. I, f- I thought I took this picture though.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, okay. Yeah. It is a long leg. Um, Anyways, hey, it's, it's a look- loose pant on the long leg Loose as pant, well. long
2: leg, yep. Yeah. Uh,
0: I look miserable in this private plane. So you guys have always <laughs> made fun of me for this.
2: But I was listening to uh,
0: How Long Gone, a podcast that, Trey, uh, I know you listen to as well. Did you listen to the one with the Chainsmokers on it? No. It just came out, okay. In it, the Chainsmokers, this you know, super famous, popular band, or DJ, duo, whatever they are, they said that flying private is worse than flying commercial. Hmm. Now, of course, they're talking about first class and commercial, but their argument was, unless it's your private plane, if it's someone that offers to fly you out, then you're just sitting on a bench, you can't recline, there's no TV, it's not as good as flying first class where you have your own pod, you could lie down, you could sleep. There's people you know, coming to serve you, which I guess would probably be on a private plane too. But there's just more amenities in first class than there is on a, on a private, private plane. So my unpopular opinion, flying private is worse than flying commercial if you're talking first class commercial, which I've never sat in, but it looks lovely. <laughs> Trey, what do you
2: think? Uh, my main first class airline... Flying experiences with Spirit Airlines. They have first first class. Cost me thirty five dollars. JD to sit first class in a Spirit Airlines, and uh, what you get for first class is a regular sized seat. Right, (laughs) the the regular sized seat you get on any other airline. That's first class in Spirit Airlines, so it does feel very uh, luxurious because it feels like you're flying on a real airline. Right. Um, I don't know. This um, this is hard to judge because I've only ever been on one private flight as well, Matt. And I thought it was awesome. But you're right, there's not a lot of amenities. You see in the picture, you're just sitting on a bench right there. They did, I feel like, uh, have baskets of snacks, which may have just been taken from the Turner offices because (laughs) there was baskets of snacks around there all the time uh, as well. But you don't have to wait in line, which was a great thing. You know, we showed up to the airport, we just walked out on the tarmac, walked up the stairs, and we were on the plane ready to go. That's a huge advantage. Yeah. But my guess mm-hmm. is that if you're at chain smokers level, they're not waiting in security lines to get on their first class flights. So maybe you're right, but in my experience, uh, flying private one time ever, it was cool. Uh, but maybe well, if you're doing it regularly, not so much.
0: You, you identified the best part of flying, flying private, I think, which is just that you don't have to go to the regular airport, mm-hmm. and you just there's not really any security, and you just walk from the terminal across the tarmac onto the plane takes no time. So for a short flight, I agree that that would, I'll sit on a bench to have that, um, convenience of boarding. But if it's a long flight, give me my own little sleepy pod with my
2: own little TV. JD, there were chairs though. Am, there I were crazy? chairs. I was we in a but, chair. But that's, but that's yeah. my yeah. point. JD had like... a chair. Dennis Scott had a chair, the big wigs. Exactly. <laughs> the big wigs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, I was looked... smart. And I, I waited and, uh, so to, to be the last person on a plane, so I got the very front seat. Yeah, but I had to face uh, somebody. I can't remember who I was facing, but whoever it was, it, you know we were sort of persona non grata at that time at NBA TV. <laughs> we were so early, yeah. yeah so and the, and we had just got there, so that wasn't good. Yeah, no, it was not not good at all. But uh, so it was awkward. I mean, I'm I'm a hundred percent with you, Matt. I would much rather fly first class, except for the whole. Th- you know, going through security and stuff that you don't have to do. I mean, the coolest thing about flying private, I, I just remember being in the lounge of the little tiny airport and the pilot comes up to you and says, where are we off to today? Like, we could have said anything. We could have said Buenos Aires and we would have ended up in <laughs> Buenos Aires. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Any, uh, any non-extradition country, sir.
0: <laughs> but Yeah. Uh, so you don't think I'm crazy. Okay, good. I don't I thought, definitely thought not. I'm with you. I think that I was crazy. Again, caveat being, if it's your private plane and you've got like a circular bed in the back then sure, yeah. fly private. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> if someone is flying you on their private plane, uh, it's it's not as good as first class. Mm-mm. Even though i never sat in first class. Right. Sorry. <laughs> That's a weird one. All right. Here's one that I didn't really fully realize was an unpopular opinion, but I said it to Jill she looked at me very cock-eyed, and then I ran it by some other people, and they said, I'm not so sure that's correct there. So now I think this might be an unpopular opinion. Okay. Here it is. If your partner cheats on you, the person they cheat on you with bears zero responsibility for the cheating. So in other words, if... I mean, it's, I hate to, to do this, but it's easier just to do it with names that we know. So if Jill cheated on me with... Tom Collins.
1: Yeah,
0: Tom Tom Collins would bear no responsibility. I I would, in other words, I would blame Jill one hundred percent. I wouldn't blame Jill fifty percent and Tom Collins fifty percent. That's my opinion. Do you think that I'm wrong about that?
2: Yeah, I think you're probably wrong, but it depends. Uh, It's. I think probably the closeness between significant other and whoever the person is, is obviously going to factor in it. I'm thinking specifically about the Vanderpump Rules scandal, where Tom Sandoval mm. started sleeping with Rachel uh, behind his uh, partner Ad- Ariana's back, you know, Rachel and Ariana, mm. they were close. So it hurt Ariana even more that Tom would do this with somebody she knows If it was some random Miami girl, which was earlier in the series run, it didn't seem to hit quite as hard, though there wasn't quite the same amount of proof. But um, my guess is that the other person definitely factors into how angry the person you're cheating on would be.
1: Hmm.
0: Okay, that's a great point. So how about if if I add this caveat? If your partner cheats on you, the person they cheat on you with bears zero responsibility unless you know them. Like unless they're your friend. Or unless they're in your social circle. So if it's a complete oh, okay. stranger, then...
2: I just... Yeah, I guess would I, guess I would say probably I one understand. stranger is the same as any other stranger. Uh, but yeah, okay. when, That's, it, that, when yeah. it's friends and acquaintances, definitely different.
0: Yeah. So uh, this person is a complete stranger. Th- say they're single. Why, why is it their fault? It's, it's your partner's is in a relationship they know they're gonna hurt you they made the choice they're responsible for it i'm not Mm. gonna i'm not gonna defray the blame by being like well well it wasn't completely your fault because tom is very uh (laughs) sexy and convincing tall you know what i mean cool refreshing (laughs) that's right uh jd what do you think? And I know that you've been cheated on because you once uh, in school wrote a story about it that was
1: read out loud. Hold on, in class hold on. About- I, yeah, I did not yes. write you the story you- <laughs> about it. Somebody interviewed me about it and just oh, got it out of me somehow. So it wasn't like I was writing a story about getting cheated right. on. Well, whatever. You told a, a story was told in class
0: in yes. college. Yes.
1: Yes. I don't. know. How old were you? Uh, at the time, I was eighteen or so. So you know. And so. and what happened? Just. A uh, uh, girlfriend uh, of mine was uh, was uh, cheating on me. That's a, that, You know, I found out the hard way, showed up at her place, uh, you know, and uh, caught them in the act. Oh, yeah. Um, and I blamed her 100%, 100%. Did you know the guy? 100%. I did not. Okay. Great. Okay. And you blamed her 100%. You didn't, yeah. You, you, I
0: mean, now, you were probably angry at this guy. You probably hated this guy, but it wasn't his
1: I mean, she was, fault. like, super hot, like... And she, too, was 18. I was like, almost like I couldn't blame him. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So he was Tom Collins. He was Tom Collins, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and we had been going out for a couple of years or whatever, and it was it was Ooh, time. that's tough. I mean, we're 18. It was 18. time for her to end it by cheating on you? <laughs> mm. Yeah, I mean, she could have been like, you know what? I'm moving on. So I mean, that would have been the mature thing to do. But it would have been, but again, she was 18, 18. and uh, and uh, yeah, I, I would have a difficult time not putting 100% of the blame on somebody. But, you know, again, if Rachel cheated on me with somebody that we knew, I, I would definitely be upset with the person, but it would pretty much fall on Ra- – like, I would blame Rachel, like – yeah, yeah, but yeah. the difference the guy- between
2: a, a stranger and somebody you know is that the the person you know will likely be aware of your relationship, right? Yeah. Um, whereas, with whoever it is, like just anybody you meet out, you never know what conversations transpire. Do you yeah. even know if uh, your partner was relaying? Yeah, I'm in a relationship right now. If right. they're just trying to get it in. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I think even if sing- if it's the single stranger, and even if he knows that you're in a relationship. I still don't think it's their responsibility because it's your responsibility not to cheat on your partner. Now, I don't think it's ethical of the person to do it. I don't think it's right. I don't think it's nice. But if I'm if I am angry and I want someone to blame, I am 100% blaming the person that cheats and 0% blaming the other person. I don't think that person is a good person, but I don't think it's their fault. Right. That's my ultimately I think I agree with you. Okay, Trey's, Trey's on the fence, but I think Trey is more convinced once I added the caveat that it's not a friend <laughs> of yours or someone that knows you.
2: Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, the proximity uh, of partner and stranger, of course, you're going to be primarily upset with your partner. Yeah. Yes, okay. Be kind. Just
1: break up with someone who's picking up on them. That's all. Yeah, so Jill, listen up. It's going to be 100% your fault, so... It's going to be 100%, 100% your fault? 100%. Well, she was saying, she
0: was saying that... Uh, It's not. I was once in the situation where I was other guy, Mm -hmm. one time, long time ago, many or decades ago. (laughs) And I felt bad, I felt really guilty. And in fact, I was the one that put a stop to it, not that I'm a hero. But (laughs) I still don't think it was my, like if the guy was gonna be like, oh, this is your fault? I'd be like, is it my fault? Talk to your girlfriend, it's her fault. Yeah. All right, that's all I wanted to say. (laughs) Trey, there's only one thing left to do and that's play subjective, trivia oh yeah subjective trivia it's just like regular trivia except only i know the answer why was i thinking about this tray i don't know because we're talking uh, about gq and convertible pants and what the clothing <laughs> we had when we, we were are. kids it took me back to uh no fear the great t-shirt company from yeah. the 90s. And so today's subjective trivia question is, what was the best no fear slogan? So <laughs> if you remember, these were t-shirts and just in big block lettering on the back, they had uh, sayings, I guess you could say. Um, so, J.D., if you could please put up the thing. All right. You have five <laughs> options to choose from. First one. So, Trey, actually, I'll read the slogan and then could you add no fear at the end?
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay.
0: Second place is the first loser.
2: No fear.
0: Second one. He who dies with the most toys still dies.
2: No fear.
0: Third one. You'll never steal second with your foot on first.
2: No fear.
0: If you're not living on the edge, then you're taking up too much space. No fear. If you can't win, don't play. No fear. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> I was trying it to give you like, like a, different, a different voice based on the fonts yeah. that it was written in. Oh, that's very interesting. Yeah. Okay, again,
0: subscribe on YouTube just to see those fonts and how Trey interpreted them his <laughs> the voice. Uh, all right, so your options are second place is the first loser. He who dies with the most toys still dies. You'll never steal second with your foot on first. If you're not living on the edge, you're taking up too much space. And finally, if you can't win, don't play I mean, Trey, as you're thinking about this, did you have any of these?
2: I I think I had a No Fear shirt, but I don't think I had any of these ones. I don't remember what other ones there are, but I feel like I had a No Fear shirt. Um, I definitely had, I don't know if you remember, like, those Mossimo shirts, and they'd have, like, blurry writing on them. Those Mm-mm. are a big one, too. Uh, slogan Mm-mm. shirts. Man, these are, these are tough. There's a few... There's a few I like, and the few that, like, kind of strike me as classics of the genre, like, uh, he who dies with the most toys still dies. Right. (laughs) Weird. What's about that one? That's very
0: (laughs) biblical, isn't it? It's like, when man departs this world, he takes with him neither silver (laughs) nor gold. You can't
2: take it with you. Yeah. Can't take it Uh, with you. What was the first one, JD? Can I see it again real quick? Second place is the first loser, and if you can't win, don't play. Those ones are kind of similar to me. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh man! What's the question again, Matt? Is it the one you like
1: the most? Which or one you like? No, which is the best
2: one? Oh, the best, best one. Okay, one. All right, cool, cool, Okay, uh, man, this is. So... I guess you
0: could think of it as the one I like the
2: most. Yeah. Cause... Which one of these would you wear? None. Which... <laughs> you'll never. Okay, none of these, but I don't think what it's going to be the you... baseball one. Too specific. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I also like. You'll never steal second with your foot on first. What if I'm really fucking fast?
1: Hmm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Gotcha. <laughs> what about taking a lead off? It's allowed. Okay, for well, me, I, guess... I think the one I'm going to vote for, if you're not living on the edge, then you're taking up uh, too much space. Yeah, that
1: jumped out to me. That one well. jumps out to me. Okay. Uh, JD, you're agreeing with I that? I think so. I don't know okay. why. I can't put my finger on it.
2: Yeah, I think, um, okay, I think second place, steal second, and if you can't win, those three are all probably too, like, athletically focused to me, where it's specifically kind of about sports, even though maybe not necessarily. He who dies with the most toys still dies. It's a competitor, but I like living on the edge, taking up too much space, just because that's a, that's just a good life. Yeah. (laughs) Good little bit of life (laughs) advice right there.
0: Well, this hasn't happened in a while.
2: But you got it right! Yeah! If you're not looking yeah! on the edge, then you're taking up yes! too much space. I'm honestly proud of that. I don't think yeah. I've ever gotten one right before. I yeah, didn't think it could yeah. be done. No, it can be done. <laughs> I feel like I hear people striking out all the time on this one now. It's been, Lately, it's been a while, yeah. I think, yeah. It's,
0: it's been a while. Uh, how would you feel like like, let's say these come back into style. And your daughters are sort of moving into this adolescent age. How would you
1: feel about them wearing (laughs) a shirt that said, second place is the first loser? They are coming back, are they not? Like, the the, no fear. Are they back? I wouldn't be surprised.
2: Why not? I mean, I know uh, Mitchell and Ness just did their and one shirts. Um, I follow Big Dog's clothing brand on Instagram, and they just put up one of those. uh, Like, you're scrolling through your feed, and you're only seeing like a chunk of a dog, and then you go to their profile page, and it's got the entire grid is filled up with one of the big dogs. So and if man, those there's are only coming one back, big dog and, and he's up. red and
0: his name's Clifford. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: uh, so you, so you would feel okay with it?
2: <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. I guess it would depend on my kids' personalities at that time. I can't imagine either of them wearing something so aggro at this point. Yeah,
1: I can no. picture both my kids wearing
2: <laughs> all of these shirts. So, <laughs>
0: But there you are. All know. right, JD. Well, when we're done here, hop on eBay and, and get them a no fear. Yeah, shirt. I should,
1: I should.
2: Are they There's affordable right now the- cuz I was looking up uh Big Johnson t-shirts earlier this week and those are expensive. It's like $100 yeah. for a Big Johnson shirt. I guess really? not- <laughs> yeah, but you can get oh the new God. versions for like 30 bucks.
0: <laughs> what was the one? Did you have
2: your eye on a specific Big Johnson? There's an NBA one that's awesome. It's got like what is yeah- it? Uh, uh, I forget what it is I was just looking at it the other day I forget what the slogan was but there's like you know it's a Big Johnson doing a cool slam dunk and in the background mm. it's like little hand drawn <laughs> pictures and it's like a picture of Shaq a picture of Allen Iverson clearly unlicensed but you can tell who they're supposed to be mm. and I think it was going for 150 on Etsy which but but was
0: there like a a penis pun like there is usually oh, of in course <laughs> of I course. know I'd love to hear what it okay I'm gonna try to find it right now
2: <laughs> yeah let's see
0: uh, let's see
2: You'll always be the big man inside when you're slamming the Big Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) These are real shirts. (laughs) Stupid.
0: (laughs) Do you know how about how the Big Johnsons had um, like a whole thing written on the tag, like the tag where it's yeah, got always your Johnson. Yeah, it says, wash your Johnson in warm water and dry on oh, low. Don't bleach your iron. Don't wring out your Johnson or beat it on a rock. <laughs> Show it off daily. Big Johnson.
2: Trademarked.
0: Oh, and it hasn't. An, do you notice the incredibly busty woman on top of the backboard?
2: Oh, yeah. She was always showing up.
0: <laughs> she was always. She's part of the crew. That's how the Johnson gets so big.
2: Yeah. That's right. All right, get all your kids Big Johnson shirts. And look, who do you see here? There's like a There's Charles Barkley. I see Penny Hardaway, uh, Larry Bird. It looks like a Globe Trotter. Bobby, well, what Knight. about Larry Probably Johnson? He was
0: a Big Johnson. Larry's a Big Johnson. Uh, oh, the Larry Bird is hilarious. <laughs> is that like Red Arback? <laughs> Trey, here's here's a a show idea for you. I want you to analyze this T-shirt on No Ducks. <laughs> Go through it. Go through okay. the people. Sounds like a short at least. Um, all right. Well, Trey, I think that's uh, it for us. Where can people find you uh, on the No Dunks feed discussing Big Johnson t-shirts?
2: Yeah, you can find us on uh, the No Dunks feed discussing Big Johnson t-shirts. And Matt, I'm also launching a new podcast. Uh, it's about bringing home incense that your <laughs> spouse hates. It's called Unpopular Pinions. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 Perfect. Uh, remember to check us out on Patreon, patreon.com isthisgood. If you have topics, email us at isthisgoodpod at gmail.com. Remember to rate us on Apple Podcasts and subscribe on YouTube. Thanks for listening. Thanks to JD. Thanks so much to Trey for coming on. Thanks in advance for leaving a five-star review. For everyone, I'm Matt Austin, and this was good. We'll see you next week.